0: Bring It On is a forum for the people by the people produced by an independent team of volunteers working at the studios of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana
1: and financially supported by listeners like you. Good evening. I'm Clarence Spoon, and welcome to this edition of Bringing On. We're a multiple award-winning show, celebrating over 14 years as Indiana's only weekly community radio show committed to exploring the people, issues, and events impacting African-Americans.
0: Good evening, I'm Roberta Radovich. In today's broadcast, we're joined by Chatoya Mouse and James Sanders, and you'll hear a recap of the 91st Academy Awards, where there were many historic firsts for the African-Americans. We'll also offer some impressions on other trending issues of interest for the black community, all in the next hour on Bring It On.
1: But first, on last Tuesday, February 19th, a majority of Republicans in the State House were successful in stripping all references to specific categories of individuals, race, ethnicity, gender, identity, etc., from a hate crime bill entitled Senate Bill 12. We've asked, and uh, he has conceded, uh, the most hardest working man in Bloomington, uh, none other than Wes. Martin, our news director for WFHB, and a great partner here with bringing on to join us uh, to talk about Senate Bill 12. A little bit of background: uh, Wes has covered uh, this bill extensively uh, for other research purposes, and uh, he has uh, some background information to share. So, Wes, can you welcome, first of all, to a show that you help uh, produce? And uh, if you can share a little bit of background information on Senate Bill 12, and from there, we just wanna have a little discussion about
2: it. Uh, Sure, Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me on Bring It On, I appreciate uh, everything that you guys do and put into uh, an award-winning and volunteer-powered community broadcast. So first of all, thank you all for what you do. Um, Senate Bill 12 is a, a very interesting bill in that it's uh, the governor's attempt largely uh, and a Republican governor's attempt to pass a hate crimes bill uh, in the Indiana State House. And Indiana is is significant in the country when it comes to a lack of hate crimes legislation. And it, Indiana is one of only uh, five states without... Uh, a hate crimes legislation on the books. So currently what that means in uh, Indiana is that if we have a a situation, for example, here in Bloomington, uh, there was uh, an assault uh, on a woman who was wearing a hijab outside of Sofra Cafe in downtown Bloomington. And there was some question as to whether or not that was a hate crime. because the uh, assaulter was of a different race and religious background and um, had been screaming anti-Muslim sentiments at her uh, before uh, he attacked her. Um, So in a case like that, currently we need federal government, specifically the FBI would end up investigating hate crimes Uh, and alleged hate crimes. Um, And so that ends up pushing back some of these trial dates as well. So uh, that Safra Cafe incident most recently, uh, that happened uh, I think a couple of years ago and Mm -hmm. most recently was ruled not a hate crime uh, just late last year. Um, So that is – and then Senate Bill 12, which was uh, one of almost a dozen – different hate crimes bill that the Senate at least was considering, and the House has their own bills. And the way that this year's legislature will work is that they'll both work on their own bills. And then actually coming up, both bills will end up crossing from Senate to House and House to Senate. So we're approaching a bit of a lull in the state legislature right now, particularly, um, and so Senate Bill 12, um, was really, uh, authored, first of all, it was authored by uh, Ron Alting, who is a Republican Senator from uh, Lafayette, Indiana. So uh, it's significant because Democrats have been pushing for some kind of hate crimes bill or hate crimes protection for years. Um, And what really turned the tide on that was Governor Eric Holcomb came out in support of the state legislature and directed the state legislature to pass a hate crimes bill following uh, graffiti, um, Nazi graffiti being found at a synagogue in Carmel, Indiana, um, late last year, um, I think towards the end of the summer of last year. And that really galvanized uh, Governor Holcomb's office to really push for Indiana to be one of 46 states rather than one of 50 states. And he mentioned something to that effect during his uh, State of the State address in January. Um, and reiterated that call to the state legislature to pass a hate crimes legislation. Um, And Senate Bill 12 was arguably the leading uh, voice of hate crimes legislation in Indiana, in particular because on page like eight or nine, I believe, they had listed several protections um, for different uh, category groups. Um, throughout both race, race and uh, religious background and also significantly included gender identity and uh, sexual protections as well, um, which has been a big sticking point for primarily the religious right, but also libertarian groups as well have been heavily against. And here in Monroe County, we've seen area groups really line up in strong opposition to uh, hate crimes protections uh, being enumerated. And part of that argument comes from the 14th Amendment, which is equal protection under law. And the argument for that is that this would uh, create a more protected class than everybody else being protected under law. So that's kind of that argument as well.
1: Sort of um, like what they may use the nomenclature, a super protected class. Is that correct?
2: Right. Well, uh, the, the really... Uh, The way that we've seen particularly area conservatives as well as the American Families Association of Indiana, Mm -hmm. which is more of a religious conservative uh, type organization, they've largely been targeting this bill uh, as a thought crimes bill or largely uh, going after motivations in crimes. And if a court can measure your bias then it would be possible for that court to increase penalties based off of your motivation for a crime. Uh, significantly to that end, motivation is something that courts end up taking into account all the time, um, particularly when it comes to the difference between a homicide versus manslaughter charges. Right. Um, but elsewhere, um, protections and this kind of protective classes doesn't seem to be an issue significantly for 45 other states. Um, And I I don't think any federal challenge to uh, a a bias-motivated crime or a hate crime uh, has withstood a 14th Amendment challenge in the Supreme Court. Now, that may change. Um, Considering the conservative slant of the court today, we could see challenges to hate crimes legislation in the future. Uh, Roberta, if you will, will you share with our
1: listeners uh, sort of a definition of what a hate crime is. Uh, we, we have crimes that we pretty much know that they're infractions of some kind, but can you d- define for us a little bit more detail what a hate crime is?
0: Well, we've got here, um, it's important to kind of define what hate means, right? That That term hate can be misleading. And when used in a hate crime law, the word hate does not mean rage or anger. Um, like we would normally use in that generalized sense of the word. But it means bias against persons, right, with specific characteristics that are defined by the relevant law. Most hate crimes laws cover crimes committed because of race, color, religion, sexual orientation. Many also prohibit crimes Um, committed on the basis of perceived or actual disability, gender, gender identity. Um, So then crime in hate crime is a violent, it's a violent crime, um, um, such as an assault, murder, vandalism, or arson, threats to commit crimes, and that those are um, conspiring to ask another person to commit or Conspiring to ask another person to commit a crime, even if the crime was never carried out. So, making sure that we're really clear about making the distinction between hate or prejudice or bigotry and then an action that goes with, you know, someone's, as Wes was mentioning before, a motivation um, or an intent um, to do harm based on the perceived. Um, said or unsaid uh, identification of the other person.
1: And it's important to note that many people have argued that the current crimes that are on um, that, are, that are on laws, or current laws, rather, that are, that are available covers such crimes such as this, but that is not the case. These are crimes, as Wes is uh, detailed, and Roberta has also chimed in, go toward intent and go toward one's um, uh, uh, motivations behind committing the act. Is And then something, too, that, that Wes said earlier, that after that amendment that passed 33 to 16 last Tuesday uh, at the sort of maneuvering of Republicans in caucus, uh, Governor Eric Holcomb released a statement after the vote saying the version of the bill that passed in the Senate will not get Indiana off the list of five states without a hate crime. He is for a comprehensive uh, hate crime bill. Am am I right?
2: Uh, He's definitely come out in support of Senate Bill 12 and um, in particular uh, conservatives bringing together a bill which includes these kinds of protections. Um, But there has been a strong pushback throughout the state and particularly organized at a very local level in the state senate uh, against passing any kind of enumeration of protected classes, particularly in the state legislature. And that's what we saw with that amendment number two to Senate Bill 12. I believe the the first amendment was kind of rectifying language. Mm-hmm. And then the second amendment that was uh, put forward by Republicans uh, in the state Senate after a four hour caucus. And this is significant to talk about because caucuses are not, open to the public. So nobody in the public or in the general audience has an idea of what exactly happens uh, behind closed doors, and that's for a good reason, so that Republicans and Democrats and any party alike can strategize and say, well, if we push for this, maybe we can get them to bargain down to this, for example, in the state house, But this was significant because Republicans hold a supermajority both in the State Senate as well as in uh, the state House of Representatives. So essentially anything that they agree on in caucus could end up getting passed. So we'll never necessarily know the exact reasons why Republicans decided to pass uh, this amendment to Senate Bill 12, which ended up gutting uh, these protections. And uh, I, I think gutting is actually a fair characterization of what happened to this bill, because uh, the original Senate Bill 12 was 21 pages long. Um, and after Amendment Number Two, it was seven pages long. So we're talking about two-thirds of this bill being taken out, including these significant protections. Which, after the government's comment, uh, governor's comment, it sounds like he heavily supported having protected classes enumerated in some kind of statewide law. And
1: one other thing to note that uh, prior to and after uh, the vote. There were some impassioned pleas and stern rebukes coming from Senator Greg Taylor, a Democrat, and Senator Lonnie Randolph, a Democrat, and Senator J.D. Ford, also a Democrat in Indianapolis. Uh, And and they were just basically pouring their hearts out, begging Republicans not to do this, pass this legislation. But, of course, they came back after some caucus strategizing to... um, to vote against they have the majorities as you say one other thing and some research that we did this week we also found out that hate groups in america are growing uh, the number of hate groups active in the u.s rose to its highest level in two decades and this was according to an annual survey released last wednesday by the so- southern poverty law center the count of active groups that the civil rights organization labels as espousing hate climbed to 1020 up from 784 from four years ago. And this was propelled by a rise in extremism. And uh, from 2017 to 2018 alone, the tally rose 7%. And, and in past, and I'm not asking anyone else to comment, but I'll comment on this. I think that we saw a rise in a lot of this after the 2016 elections and even leading up to it, uh, hence furthering the divide, the polarization of America. And a lot of that became manifest in Charlottesville and other places uh, after the election. Uh hate group involvement is, is a concern. It should be a concern. Any legislation that is going that is going to temper if yet rein that in is helpful. Uh, amazing or curious, uh, a curious uh, note was that the Ku Klux Klan uh, uh, participation levels has dwindled, which is interesting. And uh, later on we'll talk about movies that won Academy Awards, uh, but nevertheless in this particular report uh, it dwindled, so uh, it, a lot of this is 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 a concern, uh, and a lot of it uh, must be discussed. And in, in the weeks following, we hope to to have uh, some representatives come on uh, to talk about this. Uh, Roberta, there is some something planned very shortly to address this also in the community.
0: Yeah, the um, IU Maurer School. Uh, of Law and a few other um, partners are coming together uh, to talk about uh, the implications and the impact of Indiana being one of only five states without a hate crime law. And that event will take place um, on Tuesday, February 26th, tomorrow evening at 5 p.m. at the Maurer School of Law Moot, courtroom, which is right there on uh, Indiana University's campus. And so the, the the topic is Hate Crime and Reproductive Health um, um, and Abortion in the 2019 Indiana Legislature. Specifically, Uh, panelists to include Indiana State Representative Matt Pierce, Indiana State Senator Mark Stoops, Bloomington City Council Member Jim Sims, Bloomington Police Chief Mike Deckoff, transgender business owner um, Janine Smith, Dr. uh, Robert Wren, um, an IU student, um, as well as IU professors from the School of Law, Janine Bell, Dawn John, uh, Jensen, and Shatura Rana. Uh, the sponsors, again, those are it's Indiana University, as well as uh, student organizations, um, including the Latinx Law Student Association and the Black Students uh, Law Association and the Feminist Law Forum, so, uh, and along with a few other um, partners. So I, that's going to be, uh, it's important, Important to get uh, groups who have uh, different uh, battles, <laughs> uh, different you know lenses on a on a, on a topic coming together and really thinking that through. So again, if you're interested in that event, that's tomorrow night, uh, February 26 at 5 p.m. at the in the moot uh, courtroom at the law school.
1: Uh, As we sort of wrap this uh, conversation up, Wes, anything you'd like to share with our listeners as uh, we look forward to hopefully some uh, comprehensive hate crime legislation being passed at some point?
2: Well, I think it's important to note that um, Senate Democrats were, I think, a little bit blindsided. Um, I spoke previously with uh, Senator Stoops, uh, and he had mentioned that Senate Democrats thought that this since it was a Republican-sponsored bill that it could make it its way through and that we could see protections and they'll end up voting on it. Um, And Democrats, uh, he had mentioned himself, as well as several other Democrats, would have been uh, glad to have passed that bill. Um, But when that came back, and the Republican Senate came out of caucus uh, and voted to strip Senate Bill 12 with this amendment. Um, And I think it's also important to note, you can go online and see for yourself all of the different bills that are uh, in the state house, by going to uh, indianageneralassembly.in.gov. That's just IGA, where you can just search Indiana General Assembly, and you can search uh, in that search bar, Senate, Senate Bill 12, or the way that it's in its own legalese, titled as just SB 12. Um, and all of those different amendments and House and Senate actions are available on the, uh, and regularly reported on. Uh, all of those bills are uh, available for the public as well. And you can track how everybody has voted. So you can see how your uh, if you're a constituent for here in Bloomington, you can see how State Senator Stoops or mm-hmm. uh, if you're from the south side of town, how State Senator Jeff uh, Ellington voted uh, on that bill. I-, I think the biggest thing coming up is that we're be- we're getting about halfway through the long session, um, which means that now is about the time when bills are getting finalized in either chamber and they'll end up going to each other uh, to, get those uh, changes and uh, dissimilarities between bills in the Senate and in the House uh, rectified so that uh, whatever lands on the governor's desk is something that uh, both chambers can agree upon and the governor can ratify. Um, it. I would be surprised if Governor Holcomb ratified Senate Bill 12 uh, or even if form. that ends up in its mm-hmm. current form, particularly uh, because he seemed a bit adamant about having these protections. And I think part of that is also, as you had mentioned, Roberto, all of the, these uh, different uh, groups and different um, people who have a stake mm-hmm. in this game, and I think it's it's very easy to think of this in terms of both ethnic groups and minorities, um, religious minorities, or um, people uh, who may uh, feel vulnerable for sexual discrimination or gender identification, uh, but also Indiana's business community has pushed back significantly right. on uh, stripping these protections, and that uh, seems to be who Holcomb has in mind, uh, particularly That state chamber of commerce um, and business communities who see, who are. still hearing the echoes of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act and what a debacle that was for Indiana's business communities with losing hundreds of millions of dollars worth uh, worth of conventions and uh, business opportunities uh, as a result of that Mike Pence legislation. So I think that's something really interesting to watch, and it'd be interesting to hear any kind of communication from the Indiana uh, business community uh, lately, particularly with regards to this hate crimes legislation. So that's something to kind of keep in mind as we're moving forward in bills across chambers. Yeah. You know, real
1: practical application of what you just said is, you know, everybody's been trying to court Amazon to bring their headquarters to uh, the select city that will just benefit and just have revenue upon revenue pouring into their coffers. But if if they can't have the uh, climate of uh, safe and civil society uh, or enforcement of such a safe and civil society, then uh, they may just get looked over. And well, Indiana and, will suffer no more.
0: And doubt. it's not just a private sector. I would also argue it's the, the third sector, the nonprofits, who, right. who might consider an innovative Indiana as a place to maybe set up shot to support supplementary <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. services. Who would choose to go elsewhere? Who would go someplace else if, if the uphill climb? To being able to provide supplementary s- support and services to constituents is not going to be supported in the private sector or by the state <laughs> legislature. Why would you come? Why would you innovate in Indiana?
2: It, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see what uh, Senate Bill 12's predecessor will be, or if there will be one. Um, particularly as we start seeing House bills considered in the Senate and vice versa. Well, we want
1: to thank uh, Wes Martin for joining us uh, to bring his analysis. Again, he has been on top of this, studying this and and reporting out, no doubt, from the news department, uh, from WFHB, and uh, an excellent analysis, Wes, and just, again, to uh, let our uh, listeners know that hate crimes are reported to the FBI, and they involve those motivated by biases based on race, gender, gender identity, religion, disability, sexual orientation, and ethnicity. And the victim of a hate crime may be an individual, a business, or a financial institution, a government entity, a religious organization, or society, public as a whole. And if you want to announce again just uh, where that special event uh, will be held uh, tomorrow.
0: Oh, sure. That's at uh, Indiana University, uh, IU Maurer School of Law in the Moot Courtroom, which I believe is on the main floor, uh, starting at 5 o'clock p.m., and uh, it, it, the sponsors include the IU Maurer Law School, uh, the American Constitution Society, Latinx Law Student Association, Black Law Students Association, Feminist Law Forum, If, When, How, the Monroe County Black Democratic Caucus, Monroe County Now, N-O-W, Planned Parenthood Advocates of Indiana and Kentucky, and finally, but not least, um, individual, Indivisible Bloomington and in 9th District, Indiana, really pointing to what Wes said a little bit earlier, which is various kinds of stakeholders coming to the table to think about this critical issue.
1: Well, Bring It On has an open submission policy, so if you have an idea for this program, let's hear it. Send an email to our volunteer staff. The address is On at wfhb.org. We want to make sure we share everything and anything affecting the African-American community with our listening audience in Bloomington and beyond. The email address, once again, is on at wfhb.org.
3: I was born and raised in the slums of since city It was a one-room shack that slept in other chair beside me We hardly had enough food or room to sleep It was hard time Me something to eat, my trouble man Listen, my father didn't know the meaning of work He disrespected mama and treated us like danger I left home seeking a job that I never did find Depressed and downhearted, I took the Cloud 9 I'm doing fine up here on Cloud 9 Listen one more time I'm doing fine up here on Cloud 9 Folks down there tell me Say give yourself a chance, I don't let life pass you by but the world of reality is a rat race where only the stone is a It's a doggy eat dog world and that ain't no lie, ain't lie. It ain't even safe no more to walk the streets at night. you
1: in the background of course uh, that brings back memories to a lot of us people over the age of 35 <coughs> that was the mighty temps singing cloud nine and uh, Roberta you were doing the electric slider twist for that, weren't you?
0: I was I was not
1: you, you were lies. work with me work with me <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the top of the hour we share that we're being joined by Shatoya Moss and James Sanders for a recap of, for those that stayed up late to watch it all, the 91st Academy Award show where there was no MC.
0: We could talk about that for a whole show. <laughs> no MC.
1: Uh, where there are many historic firsts. And that would have been not a historic first because Whoopi Goldberg, I believe, has hosted a number of times the Academy Awards. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: three times. Three times,
1: yeah. So Kevin Hart would not have been
0: No, no, no. the first. He didn't break the show.
1: Okay. All right. Where, where there were many historic firsts for African Americans. <laughs> and then they're also here to offer some impressions on other trending issues of interest for the black community. Chatoia and James is always welcome to bring it on. You Thank for you for having us. Boy, last night was just really phenomenal, but yet curious. Uh, there's a, there was a lot to smile about. There were some surprises. Uh, but I think all in all, I think we could all walk a little taller. Uh, the fact that some shows were just nominated uh, for that prestigious honor is one thing. And then some were able to bring it home. So we have sort of listed... Uh, several categories. It, it's not in, in totality because there are all types of categories right, that they give right. awards to. I think everybody that goes there gets something, maybe. Um, but uh, there, of course, are Best Picture Actress in Supporting Role, Actress in Supporting Role again, uh, Adapted Screenplay, Original Screenplay, Production Design, Costume Design, and Original Score that we're going to address tonight. So, with that, uh, let's take a look at Best Picture. Now, did everyone see
4: Bohemian Rhapsody? I did. I was very excited about it.
1: Really? I was. I have not seen it, but uh, I remember the, the the a lot of the songs that Queen made because when I
4: was in high school, a lot of them were coming out. But uh, you saw Bohemian Rhapsody. You I were impressed did. by it? I was very impressed. I was very impressed by uh, um, Robbie um, who actually won right. uh, Best Actor. Um, I didn't really know the story of, uh, of Queen and um, everything that they – they had gone through, they went through rather. Were they trailblazers yeah, no. in, in a certain respect? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. They were. And um, also, right. they. Um, I didn't know that they had done so many songs. Hmm. Like, you know, we, we know, you know, We Will Rock You, and we know right. um, Bohemian Rhapsody, of right. course, um, which is a brilliant song. Like, it encompasses all sorts of genres mm-hmm. um, of music into just one song. You have opera, hip hop, even. Mm-hmm. Um, a little of, of R and B. It's 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 pretty dope. It's Would pretty you call dope. it an opus or something? Or is that? I'm googling like opus. opus. You're a
1: you're a music uh, aficionado.
0: I am. That was a really big. That's like using that's a the big word quantum jump. Huh? Yeah, that's like okay. using the word epic. It's okay. like we'll just call you? it a song.
1: Okay. <laughs> now Roma. I think of Roma. Mm. I think of tomatoes. But this, of course, was not about that. It was about the behind the scenes look at uh, royalty. Right, Roma. Okay, I'll leave it at that. But uh, <laughs> you know,
0: I didn't see Roma, but I'm uh, the, the, yeah. The, the trailer. The trailer and what I've it. what I've yeah. not what I've seen of it advertised, it is in my top five when I have a moment to like enjoy.
1: I think a lot of people wait, given the age of uh, certain carriers. Uh, I'll name just just one to sort of capture all Netflix. <coughs> uh, <laughs> they kind of watch feature length movies on mm-hmm. these platforms right. as opposed to paying, what is it now, $30 a person to go to a movie? Well, now that, that I will comment
4: that on, that's well, ridiculous. I mean. No, I. Um, it's about maybe 13, but I always uh, push the senior citizen thing so I can get it for. Oh, our yeah, you look very serious. <laughs>
0: well, and there's been so much for African Americans to support. That's right. This yes. year, um, so we have to take another
1: mortgage out. Okay. <laughs> um, so okay, all right. Vice. I, I want to see that because I'm going to yeah. laugh real hard because I, um, I saw. So I, I think uh, I, I think some people play some really exceptional roles in, in Vice. Um, now, now let's get to some that we have heard about. Black Panther, right? yeah, everybody went to see it. People were walking around, walking taller. Some were teary-eyed. People were saying, "We'll call it forever," you know. We had phrases that people were using, and then Black Klansmen, which I saw also, and uh, I, I really truly, uh, I like Spike Lee, and, and I think he did hit it out of the park uh, with Black Klansmen.
0: Well, what the, it's so wild. I want to get Shatoya and James to chime mm-hmm. in on this. I mean, it's wildly significant that this is really his first, mm-hmm. like, getting his real kudos yeah. and how long he's had to labor and how many works of art he's produced right. before he's gotten his uh, his dues.
5: I absolutely agree. I, I love me some Spike Lee. Some of the films that he's put out are iconic, in my opinion because mm-hmm. um, you have Crooklyn do the right thing Mal- she's Malcolm gotta have X. it like you know Malcolm X, get X. on the bus school
0: days uh, school yes. you know yeah.
5: um, and I just love the, the, I love the whole thing about it his speech what he was wearing you know he paid homage to do the right thing Bill Nunn the character who played Radio Raheem mm-hmm. he had the love hate going on mm-hmm. he had the purple suit with the prince homage so it was you know yeah. he knew it was his moment and then that 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 black boy joy he shared with Samuel Jackson
0: in yes. that moment—that mm-hmm. was yes. everybody coming black, together.
4: Like and Forty just, acres of black, in a black man joy,
0: mm-hmm. black man joy, exactly. New hashtag.
1: Now, yes. uh, yeah, started here first, by the way. Uh, so, <laughs> Black Klansmen, while did not, while it did not win the best picture, uh, there was let me see, The Green Book, walked away with top honors, and it, it beat out A Star Is Born. Uh, and uh, I have not actually. I have not seen Green Book. I did hear that the gentleman's family that it's based on did push back on that movie. Yeah, that I I, I boycotted
0: authentic. it quite frankly once I heard that the family wasn't all the way yeah. um, down with it. I said, uh, let me just pause on this it, one.
4: It's bittersweet because you know it's uh, you know even though his family wasn't on board with it, um, Hershaw Ali. He acted it very well, and he won his second Oscar. Yeah, right. right, You know, Um, so I mean, I always love to see, you know, people in diverse uh, roles, you know, do big things, and you know, I think that. You know he's a wonderful actor. I was, I was stunned by Moonlight. Yeah. Um. And actually, I've been a fan of his since um, House of Cards. Yeah. You know when he was in that. So.
0: And bringing that diversity of the Black experience too, right? With him being a practicing Muslim man, and you know, yeah. and ha- coming from a uh, the intersectionality of the Black experience, yeah, Their representation yeah. really matters. Mm-hmm.
1: Unlike other previous Academy Award winners such as <clears throat> Training Day and uh, Monsters Ball. Uh, those were hard for me to embrace, mm-hmm. uh, given the subject matter, and uh, now, you know, yeah, we, we, we like both actors, I mean, without question, but yeah. um, it just leaves you scratching your head sometimes. But uh, t- this year, in 2019, uh, Green Book uh, walks away with top honors. Actress in a supporting role, uh, and there was a lot of lead up because I believe the winner won an award a couple of weeks ago, I forget the name, I should know the name of it, but uh, Regina, Regina King. Regina, yeah, Regina
0: yeah, but King. she won
4: an award a couple of weeks ago. The Trumpet um, Award, was it yeah. the Trumpet? Um, she won, uh, I think, she's, she's won a, a ton of Emmys, but I didn't, did she win a Golden Globe? Just about, yeah, Golden, oh, yeah, Golden, yeah. Golden Globe. You know, just okay. a couple okay. weeks oh, ago, mm-hmm. and that was mm-hmm. sort
1: of, uh, people were, were kind of buzzing that, that was an indicator that there was some big things around the corner for her, for sure. but in contention. Uh, Amy Adams and Vice uh, Marina De tar- to, oh I don't want to slaughter this but someone help me Marina De Tavara mm-hmm. <laughs> as I the phone's light it, up yeah. right now r- in Roma mm-hmm. uh, Emma Stone the favorite and I Rachel Weisz like, like the favorite but uh, walking away for top honors, Regina King. If Bill Street could talk, she
0: and acted her butt off. She did, and might yeah. I
4: add, I've been a fan of Regina King ever mm-hmm. since two two seven. She's really that's right. She's that's really brilliant. right. Okay, before
0: we get we before we get down um down the lane with uh if Bill Street could talk, because I know we've got some things yeah. to say about that. Going back to the Green Book, what's really important is what kind of because the 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 awards were on categories. Um, that might not have included executive producer categories. What's important to remember is Octavia Spencer is the executive producer for Green Book. so it's oh, uh okay. yeah that's okay. that was a win in multiple okay. ways yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah and
1: and he threw out a, a you know gigantic kudos to her and and the thing the dangerous thing when you're standing up there in your moment, and you start going on that list of thinking for people. Please don't forget your family. <laughs> always, always, do family <laughs> first because you got to go home.
0: Don't forget Beverly Calendar Anderson. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, you, <laughs> don't you, you gotta, you speech.
1: gotta put <laughs> <set> the significant <laughs> folks in your life. You, you have to remember first, and then get to your producers, your executive producers, and on and on. But uh, I, I like Regina Keenan years ago. She spoke her mind about the limit, uh, the limitation of roles uh, that she was able to take part in. Just mm-hmm. speaking about the challenges for an African American artist. And, and uh, what they had to endure and what they were limited. It's like we talk about the glass ceiling, but uh, she just really, she spoke her mind. And I thought, wow, she just sunk her career. But she she proved us wrong. She hit a home run. Um, actress, uh, well, a- adapted screenplay, which is, help me out, Roberta, adapted <laughs> screenplay, meaning that you have adapted a movie from a screenplay, right? right you uh, have Right. Crafted a movie from that what sh- was on the stage.
0: That should have, that would have been, or, or has been, a uh, stage performance. Mm-hmm.
1: Or a book that was written. Or
0: a book or stage performance. Kay. Let's yes. call
1: up uh, Spike and ask <laughs> I mean, Okay. Anyway, uh, we had the ballad of Buster Scruggs, mm-hmm. which I have to admit I, I did not see. I, d- I did not go and see Buster Scruggs. Mm. Uh, can you ever forgive me? Was another movie, and if Bill Street could talk, and then A Star Is Born, but Walking Away with Top Honors was Black Klansman, and we talked earlier of Spike Lee in his moment,
4: finally uh, going up to receive that, and that was moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was great to see um, how excited Samuel Jackson was. Um, mm-hmm. It's. It's also amazing that they didn't drop more f bombs than they did. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd actually okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the FCC. Yes, yes. Did, did <laughs> so they, they do the seven it. second? Because honestly, oh, I have yeah. to admit, I was,
1: I, I um, I didn't stay up till eleven, what thirty. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I, I did not stay up that late to watch all that. But yeah, uh, I was. I was told my wife told me who won. Yeah,
5: he still yes. gave a a moving speech. You know, Very thanking moving. the ancestors and and definitely, like I said, reaching back because this has been a moment in the waiting. Mm-hmm. Right,
4: for sure. He like we we mentioned earlier. He he should have gotten you know uh an oscar a long time ago and actually he has a non-competitive oscar um i think he won it uh, i think that he was awarded it last year oh okay um but yeah this is his first competitive one okay so cool. um because they have lots of background awards and everything right. but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um this is one you know he should have gotten a while ago mm-hmm. um i thought they should have he should have won for malcolm x mm-hmm. um And Malcolm X actually did win, um, I think, a couple of Academy Awards, but Mm -hmm. Spike Lee was still snubbed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there was talk over the years that he was literally blackballed,
1: to use a a phrase. Uh, He felt he was, and others felt he was, Mm because his work really wasn't being, uh, or he the director he was not being recognized in mm-hmm. the fashion that he should be.
4: Well, I mean, a lot of um, directors don't have to go out and um, fundraise for their films That's like right. Spike Lee has. Um, Spike Lee's always had to um, get funds from, you know, from other prominent um, people in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and civil rights leaders, all types of, of leaders, usually black people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure some other, you know, you know more diverse people um, contributed also but um, that that just goes to his work ethic and, and his you know his passion for his projects.
0: Right right and sticking to the authenticity of the yes, project. Yes. right? Because he's Black, an
4: outspoken man. Mm-hmm. Yeah and Black yeah. Klansman was so spikely.
0: Yeah I, I love that Barbara Streisand was like it was fun. I was yeah. thinking to myself, yeah. ooh, Spike
5: Lee
4: must be yeah. in his seat, like,
0: yeah. shaking. Uh, uh, not like, comedy. there is yeah. a difference between satire and comedy, yes. my friend. Uh, but, you know, I think it, we, Shatoya, uh, the Delta Sigma Theta and um, group put together a private screening of Bill mm-hmm. Street Could Talk. For that very reason, like the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the importance of having the intimacy within your affinity group to be able to view something yeah. right. without some External sort of imposition on it.
4: Yes.
5: Um, yes. In our chapter, we do put on those red carpet events and we, we go support, you know, movies with people of color because mm-hmm. it's important mm-hmm. to make sure that we're giving to their craft exactly. so that we continue to have that representation. Yeah. Um, the great thing about having that event with the private screening, when you walked into the theater, you saw everyone who looked like you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The only right. thing I wish we could have done is had more time to... Talk about it afterwards. Right, right, right. That was the the missing piece for me. Right. So right. you know, uh, planning for the next time, we are definitely gonna you know carve yeah. out that time. But yeah.
4: should it come yeah. to Bloomington, because some of them don't. I was excited that it even came yeah. here. It may for arrive to, here, but so it, so it doesn't stay too it,
0: long. I was right. just gonna say they plucked right. that thing out of there you, after you just gotta, a couple of weeks. Yes, you gotta yes. rush
1: and then limit it. You know, times. I mean, it just it does not get the distribution that it should oftentimes. Mm-hmm. One thing we we talk about Black Klansmen. Um, we talked earlier in our show, I'm not sure if uh, James or if you or Shatoya caught this, but we talked about uh, hate crime legislation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Black Klansmen, in its own unique, spikely way, talked about it all. Mm-hmm. You know, Even mm-hmm. though you're taken back to a time, I think this was early 70s, sort of. Yeah, yeah that the, the, the Afro's <laughs> were what, five inches tall? So that <laughs> Yours early was early 70s. <laughs> Yours was. Yes, I got some, no. Um, <laughs> Some photos here <laughs> but no that was kind of early 70s but yet it talked about it and you could project yourself now into that and and totally understand where they were coming from um, so I mean it, I mean it's relevancy the relevancy of a lot of what's going on now projected in Spike Lee's movie I think the Academy also was perhaps sending a message um, to our nation that we have work to do original screenplay um, First reformed was uh, a nominated work. Roma again, the favorite again in Vice again. by walking away was Green Book. Uh, that was the winner. And we have talked on this show before about the concept of a Green Book. Are you familiar with that? Where at one time in our history, uh, it was not safe for blacks to travel. Of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, When the concept of sundown towns was prominent. Yes. And uh, a gentleman named James Lowen, who we interviewed on this uh, station, talked at length about, you know, before you set out in your car, oftentimes you had to put an extra tank of gas in your car Mm -hmm. because it was not safe to stop in some places. Or if you want to relieve oneself, you would have to do it on the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, So Green Book was was an interesting uh movie. and again as you said roberta the family pushed back because either they thought it was a little bit too much um
4: uh
0: How about the the story of the chauffeur mm-hmm. rather yeah. than mm-hmm. the story mm-hmm. of dr shirley right, yeah, because that mm-hmm.
4: the award that he won that Marshall ali won was uh, the best supporting actor right right so instead mm-hmm. of the best Actor, and I, I thought that was funny because I'd never seen it before, so I thought that you know he was the main character. Right. Because a lot of the um, I know Vigo Mortensen is a great actor, but um, a lot of the scenes uh, in the advertisement were centered around him, mm-hmm. so and he's the pro- the, and the
0: chauffeur is the protagonist, exactly, really, is telling exactly. the story. Mm-hmm.
4: So I just found it odd that it was Best Supporting Actor, but mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely gonna see it. Yeah. Um, maybe if it comes out on Redbox or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and I think I think I have um, being a, a a black woman with multiracial identity as well. I do think that sometimes it's important to have a story about an African-American being told from a different perspective. Black people cannot always be responsible for telling their story, you know. But the degree to which it honors and celebrates um, the the person or the people Mm -hmm. or the group Uh or the community, I think that's what we have a long way to go in Hollywood with, you know, the nuance of that.
1: Well, Well, think of the help. Yeah. And how that was told through the voice of a white woman who was an author. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, powerful movie, and a lot of uh, uh, black characters uh, got their due, but it was told through the, the voice of a white woman. And mm-hmm. their experience. And their experiences. Yeah. And so yeah. their
0: interpretation experience. of something. Exactly, things. exactly. And so
4: actually, I am, um, not to cut you off, sorry. No, no, no. Um, I actually read The Hope, and I was pretty disappointed when the movie came out. I was super excited. To go to the movies and see it, but um, I felt like they, I felt like it was pretty much a caricature of the the actual book, um, because the actual mm-hmm. book was was pretty powerful, and I in the movie was too. Um, don't get me wrong, but I think that it could have hit a little harder if it, you know, had a a little more truth, you know, that the book contained.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Costume design. Again, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I may have to break down and see what The Ballad of Buster Scruggs is all about. (laughs) The Favorite was also a nominated uh, work. And Mary Poppins, which we we did Mary Poppins Returns, which uh, we took the the kids to, and I enjoyed that. Um, And Mary, Queen of Scots. And, of course, honors went to Black Panther. And before we began airing, I I drew some similarities to when coming to America with— uh, oh my gosh, and you know, Eddie, Murphy. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, oh mm-hmm. uh, with with a cast of characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that we all knew. Um, it was similar in that they won best costumes because all oh, those costumes were so beautiful. Oh, and so wait a minute, wait, wait. What about the
0: content of the movie?
1: But mm. here, to me, this is sort of. Yeah, we, Black Panther was supposed to walk away with a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ruth Carter, the, co- yes. the yeah. she she would say yes. you couldn't tell the story without the costumes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That, that she spent so much time um, giving it that modern diasporic, African yeah. chic flavor, like breaking down myths. Right. through and you can tell. Through, through clothing. Mm-hmm. Through. Because their clothing was beautiful. Right. It was incredible. And
4: let's not forget, she is the first black woman to ever win uh, for best costume and design, right. so um, that's major within yeah. itself. Yeah. Um, and when you talk about the the story and the characters, you know, not being able to be told without that. Yeah, I mean, I think it just brings more, you know, more truth and. Eh. You know, even though it's a Marvel movie, which this is like one of their first Oscars for right, right for the franchise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think Mm it it brings you know, especially for Black people and people of African descent. Maybe I can't speak for them, but for me, I think that you know, it made me very proud. Mm It made me very proud. I wore my Black Panther Party T-shirt that mm-hmm. my frat brother yeah. designed. Mm-hmm. I wore dashiki another time.
0: Now, did you guys did you guys see uh, Noah Trevor make fun of all? The- yes. Yeah,
4: I did. No. Trevor Noah. Sorry, sorry. Monologue. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. So, uh, it it came out a little bit later that mm-hmm. he lied about what the interpretation of the house. The, totally. Yeah. You know, totally. What the. Yes. <laughs> Very, cl- I won't he's say very funny, be yeah, because it's very, it's actually very kind of prejudiced in a way, but um, um, but it really speaks to like we just kind of consume, yeah, culture for sure without was, even
4: without yeah.
5: knowing, without knowing. Because I would say, I know I went out and bought as many, as you say, like dashikis and kente cloth as I could during 2018, because Black Panther was my stuff, yeah, and you, you can see it in the culture, like she actually set up a trend and made it popular for people to wear this type of garb. And mm-hmm.
0: I would argue and uh, my friend here he probably it's it's a it's a reclamation and a resurgence of the mm-hmm. black power movement, oh, right? Yeah. The right. black arts movement.
1: The back the in the 70s. and afros. Afro pics.
0: Uh-huh. Come on, this is like James right. Brown, Bootsy Collins type Turlix. like I mean, what do you what do you, you think? know Fela?
4: What do you think the shea butter budget was?
1: <laughs> 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 okay, we, we, we've got a five minutes, and I do want to get to some of these other ones. So original score, again, Black Panther, I'll just say, beat out Black Klansmen, at Bill Street could talk, Owl of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Return. So Black Panther walked away with three awards of note yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: last night. Mm-hmm. I I want to, uh, unless anybody want to comment on the original score. um, Well,
0: I didn't know that that guy was like such a, um, he's just been, he's like in, uh, he's in all the music right now. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. um, I can't say his name. He's not from the United States. (laughs) Is (laughs) he a German guy?
4: Yes. Ludwig Gornson. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gornson. He's (laughs) all over the place right now. He is. Undergirding lots of really interesting music that's, that's happening. called
1: ancestry.com.
0: Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> he's a white guy, you know what I mean? A white guy who wrote the score.
4: I really um, wanted, um, oh, go ahead, no, uh, go ahead, James. I really wanted, um, all the stars to win because I'm a huge yeah. Kendrick Lamar yeah. and SZA fan. That was a great song, but yeah. um, the the song for uh, a star is born, born one, yeah, yeah, was, and that was a pretty good song, it was a fantastic, not better song, than actually. Kendrick Lamar and SZA. <laughs> But it, was was wh- it, was it was a great
5: good. performance, though. It was a great performance.
4: It's a little yeah. close, personal.
5: Is hey, they were passionately
0: face-to-face? connected. Face to face. It made me believe it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Acting. This yeah. was the Academy Award. acting. <laughs> <laughs> we could feel the love uh, yep. across
1: our TV screens. Now, we have about three minutes left. And, of course, these two other trending items probably deserve every bit of two minutes. But... Um, Anybody got hundred thousand dollars to lend a brother? Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> uh, uh, and of course, aqu- that's our segue. And, uh, the individuals who who's doing what they call the beginning of an extended timeout uh, up in Cook County. Uh, now I'm from GI and in Cook County, you don't want to mess up. In, anyway, uh, R. Kelly <laughs> stayed in jail over the weekend after he couldn't make bail. A judge set his total bond at a million dollars, and one day after he was indicted on ten counts. It was a hundred thousand
0: dollars, wasn't it? A hundred thousand, yeah. but it was a bond at one h- well, a bond at. Or was it at yes. one, oh, oh, okay. It was $100,000.
4: It was A million dollars, and we had to pay 10%. Mm. 10%. ten percent. Okay, Not that I would it. know 100K. through
1: experience, but I, I just know it's ten percent of whatever. In order to be released, Kelly is required to pay the ten percent of or or a His attorney said his client doesn't have any money. Wow, because of mismanagement, bad deals, and other issues. Yeah, other issues. Kelly has faced accusations of (laughs) sexual misconduct for years. Now, um, I did see portions of the um, documentary, and my jaw dropped, because I'm thinking how could someone get away with that so long, but they amassed all of these women, and they told their stories, and um, this is gonna not end well for him.
4: And it shouldn't.
0: And it shouldn't end end (laughs) well for him.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, we have uh, one minute now. Um, Jesse Smollett.
0: Now, listen, before we get started on this guy, uh, I saw in a news, uh, sort of reputable news outlet, that the brothers have pled to the grand jury that they did not receive $3,500 from him for the attack. That Mm -hmm. in the memo section, it actually says... Or nutritional and um, yeah, yes, like it's corroborated on the actual checked. So it's I'm just wondering if this is all gonna get thrown out because how did the cops? Yeah,
5: I'm interested to see how it plays out Mm because again, someone was comparing this to the Ryan Lockley thing. Like you know, Mm -hmm. everyone else was, but this one man of color, you know, they're they're dragging it out. and just to kind of see the evidence all the way through. I mean, I, yeah. we know it's already a, it's already a spectacle. Yeah. So at yeah. this point, yeah. you know.
4: I think he should apologize and they should kind of let it go. I mean, I know that probably is not the, the best way to deal with it, but I mean, I'm sure that, you know, Chicago PD has bigger fish to fry. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure they have
5: bigger yeah. fish to fry. No. I mean, you got R. Kelly, Okay. That's right.
4: and, and today is,
5: yeah. another yeah, that's sex tape came out with him, so. Oh, wow.
1: Well, on that note, <laughs> our thanks. <laughs> to Chaitoya Moss and yeah. James Sanders for helping us to recap the 91st Academy Award where there are many historic firsts for African Americans and also we appreciate their astute observations on other trending issues of interest for the black community.
0: This is Bring It On, the People's Forum for Black Culture in South Central Indiana and beyond. Are you a tweeter? You are invited to follow the WFHB News Twitter account. This is a great way to get breaking news and updates on what's going on behind the scenes and on the air with WFHB News. Go to twitter.com and search for WFHB News or you can always visit WFHB's website at wfhb.org news. Bring It On is Indiana's only public affairs program dedicated to the African American community here on WFHB 91.3 FM and live on the web at WFHB.org.
1: Our thanks to Wes Martin, uh, WFHB news director and partner in producing uh, Bring It On for coming on today to talk um, at length about the hate crimes bill legislation Senate Bill 12 uh, that had amendments attached to it that virtually gutted it and uh, what potentially could be next steps for that legislation. Again, Wes, thanks for affording us time. Again, he is the most busiest man (laughs) in Indiana.
0: (laughs) Our show's producer is Clarence Boone. With help from WFHB News Director Wes Martin, tonight's board engineer was Chantelle Lafontaine. Our original theme music was created by Jamil Effiem, with additional background tracks by David Baker. For WFHB, I'm Roberta Radovich. And
1: I'm Clarence Boone. Tune in next Monday, March fourth, another month at 6 p.m. Oh, also by the way, uh, the uh, the month of Women's History Month.
0: Yes, Women's History Month.
1: And we have some wonderful shows lined up for the month of March. Uh, Tune in again next Monday for another exciting edition at 6 p.m. of Bring It On right here on your community radio station WFHB.
0: You've been listening to Bring It On, a volunteer-powered production of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana.
1: Bring It On is your forum for open dialogue on the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American community in South Central Indiana and beyond.
0: Send your comments, suggestions, and story ideas directly to the
5: Bring It On staff. The email address is bringit at wfhb.org.